Welcome to the Wicked Good Momcast, a podcast for Boston moms by Boston moms, a space to hear stories from real moms, to celebrate the beauty of motherhood, and to normalize its challenges. Tune in while you fold laundry, commute to work or school, or get cozy after a long day in the trenches. Motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You are a Wicked Good Mom. And now, here are your Wicked Good Momcast hosts, Megan and Shannon. Thank you for tuning in to a special Mother's Day episode of the Wicked Good Momcast. On today's episode, Shannon and I are discussing what moms really want for Mother's Day. Jewelry and chocolates are great, but is that really what moms want? And do our Mother's Day desires include our kids or not? Make sure you listen to the end of this conversation for our suggestions on how to locally celebrate yourself or the mom in your life. Happy early Mother's Day to all of our listeners. We actually have not formally introduced our families to our podcast listeners, so we wanted to take a minute to do that. I have been married to my husband, Ben, for almost 10 years, and we actually met on a trip to Africa 11 years ago that we just both happened to be on, and then we realized that stateside, we only lived 45 minutes from each other. Ben is a very talented filmmaker and runs his own production company in Boston called Magnus Films. We had our daughter, Elizabeth, in 2016, so she just turned six, and we had our son in 2018, so he will turn four this August. I am married to my high school sweetheart, Rob. I grew up, we both grew up in the South Shore of Massachusetts and went to college in Boston. I went to Emanuel College and Rob went to MIT. After he received his master's degree, we got married super young as babies at 21 and 22. And Rob was actually in the military. So we traveled together while he was in the military for several years. He's now a civilian working as an engineer in Cambridge. We started our family young. I was 24 when my first son was born. And I was the first of my entire friend group to have a baby. We now have three children. They're nine, six, and three. And we were done having babies by the time we were 30. So we sort of started our life a little extra early. Um, we, we currently reside on the South Shore of Massachusetts. So we came home after the military. And this is where we plan to raise our family. Awesome. Megan, what was your favorite Mother's Day ever and why? I loved that you asked this question because it really made me, it was made me sort of <laughs> yeah think pretty hard, honestly. So full disclosure, Mother's Day um, is not something that is like a huge deal in my family. Um, but I did have to think a little bit about like the, the memories that I have around Mother's Day. And the first Mother's Day ever for me was the one that I most remember. We were living in Connecticut at the time. My husband was stationed there and we drove home to Massachusetts for the day My husband was actually not at sea, which was rare at that time. And so he came with me and I got to spend my first Mother's Day with my mom and my grandma. And my baby was only a month old. And so I had I have these very, very sweet pictures, which probably helps with the memories of me holding him in this tiny little outfit in my parents' backyard. Um, And so that was really special because it was my first one. Got to do it with my mom and my grandma. And then my baby was just so fresh. I love that. (laughs) So mine is also the first Mother's Day, and maybe for a similar reason that I cannot actually remember (laughs) a lot of my other Mother's Days. Um, I remember 2020 during the pandemic because we like couldn't do anything. So Mm -hmm. we just went on a beach drive and I really enjoyed that. But my first Mother's Day, um, we had my mom and my brothers over and I just remember it felt so special to celebrate this holiday, not only as a daughter with my mom, but 
as a mom to my daughter. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, you know, the first are always really special and and getting to be included in that day was um, memorable for me. Now, keeping in mind that moms are on year three of navigating their families through a pandemic and all the struggles that accompany that, what would your ideal Mother's Day look like now? So right now, I I was thinking about this question and the thing I kept coming back to was I want to have time enjoying my kids mm-hmm. without the responsibilities of my kids. <laughs> so some days I know that I have taken care of them at the end of the day, but I don't always know if I've actually enjoyed them yeah. because I'm just constantly trying to meet their needs. Um, so I would love a day just to soak up their little personalities and kind of make new memories and maybe actually slow down so that I could remember the, the day, this mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Um, but just to have my partner cover the meals and the snacks and the other needs that I'm usually in charge of every day, that would be just wonderful. Yeah, it's exactly the same for me. And I think the key for me, if somebody wants to do something, if my partner or my husband wants to do something for me for Mother's Day or my kids, I want them to do something without me having to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So like if you could take care of like the minutia of motherhood so that I can actually sit back and enjoy a little bit without me having to say those words, I think that would be huge. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, how would you absolutely not want to spend your Mother's Day? So this is this is probably different for every mom. Um, but for me, I my kids are still little. Like I, I feel like we're at this like dream age, nine, six, and three. They're like big but little is what I call them. Mm-hmm. Like they're becoming more independent, but they still want to be with me. I would not want to be away from them on Mother's Day. Like I know there are moms who would prefer to have like a spa day or a vacation or something. And I am all for like the mom reset time. But actually on Mother's Day, I want to be with my kids. So like where you spoke about, you know, wanting to get to enjoy them that day, that's 100% what I want to do. Whether we're traveling to celebrate with other family or we have family commitments like sports and stuff, I just want to be with them and be able to enjoy them on that day. What about What about you? So I do not like hosting on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And I learned that the hard way. I usually love hosting friends and family, um, birthday parties, holidays, come on over, hostess with the mostest. But <laughs> I I was doing that with Mother's Day too, where I would invite my my mom over and sometimes grandparents or aunts. And I was like, this is not, this is not fun. Like I mm-hmm. don't want to be hosting today. So it just it kind of felt like just another day because I was busy making sure that the house is clean and doing the grocery shopping and the planning beforehand and making the meal and helping my husband with kitchen cleanup. Because I feel like if I'm already in that deep, why am I not going to help with cleanup Mm -hmm. at that point? Um, So my deepest day for Mother's Day, I'm sorry, my deepest desire for Mother's Day is for it to just not feel like another day. Mm -hmm. Um, So much of what I do as a mom feels unseen as it is. Mm -hmm. So it means a lot to me to have a day where my partner and someday my kids when they're older, because mine are six and three. um, But when they're old enough to say to me, you've done enough. We see you and we see everything that you do day in and day out. Today, you are not responsible for anything. Today, we are taking care of you. That would be my dream. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing about that is that it doesn't have to cost money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think in some of the time, sometimes the best gifts actually don't cost money. It's saying like, we see you and we want to give you a break while, while giving you what you want, which is to enjoy each other. Um, I think that's huge. 
It's so powerful. And I really feel like that's where a lot of good memories are made. Yes, 100%. And good photos. Yes, that too. <laughs> so do you tell your husband what you want for Mother's Day or do you let him surprise you? That's a good question. So I love gifts. I love giving gifts. I love getting gifts. But I have found in the past that I kind of like set myself up for disappointment because I'm like, I'm a consider myself a good gift giver. Like I'm very, (laughs) um, I'm like, I like to really think like, I like to think about the person and like, you know, I put a lot of thought even for my kids. Like I try to be really intentional with my gift giving. Um, And so because of that, not every, that's not everybody's gift. Like not everybody's good at that. And in adulthood, I really had to learn that. And that's something my husband and I have been together since we were literally children. And I've had to like coach him through that um, because that's just not, he doesn't lean that way naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not his, you know, he's great with like words of affirmation and other ways that he shows me he loves me. Um, But I had to kind of teach him about gifts. Yeah. Um, but what's funny is, so for me for Mother's Day, so I have a lot of feelings around Mother's Day because I actually recently lost my mom. But beyond that, so like last year I said, I just really didn't, I didn't even want to celebrate Mother's Day. I kind of just was like, I just need this to be another day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm able to do that a little bit because my birthday is actually at the end of May. And so I've always, uh, like historically, Mother's Day was actually a way for me to celebrate my mother-in-law, my mom, my grandmother, the other moms in my life. And I didn't really care to have the spotlight on me for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of continue that. I don't ask for anything specific for Mother's Day because my birthday is later in the month. And that's the day I want reserved for me. So right. that's the day that I say, um, you know, this is the day that I I want to be able to sleep in and I want to do something for myself. And that's the day I might give some hints on gifts. When um, we do something similar for my husband because he's uh, his birthday's in May as well. And so for Father's Day, you know, I we make him sweet cards and whatever um, with the kids, but his day is actually his birthday because it's so close. Right. What about you? Do you ever give hints or let him surprise you? So I usually don't tell my husband in general what specific gifts I want. Um, I may leave little hints, but he actually is a really great gift giver. So I always feel like if I ask him for something specific, I'm going to miss out on something better he has planned. That's so sweet. Um, So I don't like all surprises, but I really do love his surprises. And I very much agree, though, with what you were saying about gift giving, where it it is, um, you do kind of have to spend time thinking about that person and their Mm -hmm. likes and their dislikes and not what would be, what do I think would be meaningful or what would I like, but what would Mm -hmm. that person like? So I think that is very important if we have any partners listening, (laughs) think Mm -hmm. about your specific person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've read um, the five love languages and I think it's so, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on that, but I think it's so powerful. Like the greatest gift, and we'll talk about this, but like the greatest gift anybody could give me is like affirmation. So written, like I save, I mean, I don't have every card, but I save cards to like refer back to when somebody tells me like, I saw this that you did, or like, Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of you or like, you know, just showing their love in, in words, I think is really powerful. Um, we always do cards. That's one thing we, I've, I kind of made that a non-negotiable with my husband, like, because words are important to me. Um, every holiday we do a card. Um, we've joked recently because cards are so expensive now. I know. <laughs> like, what has happened? <laughs> I saw, like, a meme that, that was, like, a, 
um, a husband and wife in the card aisle and you go and pick out the card and show it to the other person and then put it back. Yes. <laughs> Just read it and put it back. Because <laughs> it's like eight bucks for a card now. I um, know. But I'm like, that's an investment we're making because that's the gift that I want. So he does. He does know that. I love cards. Um, let's see. What gifts have you loved in the past and what gifts would you like to receive this year? I mean, we're t- yeah, the cards, anything um, made by the kids I love. I always have an issue with like, do I save it for forever in their little box or do I, I get rid of it afterwards? <laughs> but like, you know, those darling little like ornaments or little things that you can pull out year to year. I love my kids um, because Mother's Day has historically been like for the other moms in my life. A lot of times we'll craft something together to give as a keepsake. And then I have the photos of us like doing that together. And that's gift enough for me. Yeah. What about you? What kinds of gifts have you loved in the past? I'm similar. I love my kids' artwork. I just mm-hmm. feel like you can see the effort and the love that they pour into making something for you. Um, it's so special. And and I love, like, I can already picture their little faces when they hand it to me. Yeah. Like, that in and of itself is just brings me so much joy. And then, I don't know, I felt like this was kind of cliche, but I, I actually do really love having fresh flowers in the house. Me too. So flowers are a gift that I really do appreciate. And the bouquet that I carried at our wedding was my favorite flower, white hydrangeas. Me too. Oh, really? Yes, it's my favorite flower. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my husband usually buys me those for special occasions. And I love that touch because, I don't know, I'm like, oh, (laughs) you remembered. That's that's precious. I love that. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, Shannon, we're so much the same. I know. Um, If I'm asking for something big, though, beyond flowers and kid artwork <laughs> I want I I would like a spa day like a spa day that ends in a hotel room by myself mm-hmm. I want someone to pamper me and then I want to sleep soundly and wake up when I wake up <laughs> so you know, that would be really it's, nice it's so funny I said that words of affirmation are my love language but actually if you ask my husband he would say hotel rooms are my love language. <laughs> he's like he thinks it's so weird I'm like He's like, how can you be so relaxed in a hotel room Ugh. versus I'm like, there's no dishes to do here. There's no responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And you, just, you put on the robe and the yep. slippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be on Mother's Day. Yeah. I will spend Mother's Day. But if it could be like a note in the card. Yeah. Hey, by the way, <laughs> you're going to go and do this later. I think that really is the dream. I think any mom listening would totally agree with that. So we have been doing on Boston Moms. Um, meet the team post yeah. and I don't know it's got to be like 90 percent. it's a high percentage that we asked the question if you had 24 hours to yourself what would you do and it's got to be a very high percentage of the whole team that we're like we want to go to a hotel room by ourselves <laughs> we just want to be alone oh for a hundred percent so I don't know if you follow big little feelings yeah I do okay so um one of the big little feelings gals she um does like a, a like a semi-annual trip away. Mm, yeah. So like going away just for like 24 hours, like as a mom to recharge, I think is so huge. I wish we could just like, first of all, I wish health insurance would pay for that because like <laughs> to build the, the fuel that it can give you. I mean, it sort of leads back to our, to our last episode about maternal mental health too, to be able to get away um, to recharge in that way, I think is so huge. So I think we're, 
Certainly the Boston Moms team is in agreement that 24 hours away in a hotel would be life-changing, the ultimate Mother's Day gift. Yes, we are all ready. (laughs) So we've talked about um, the Mother's Day that we don't want. We've talked about the Mother's Day that we do want. How do we get the Mother's Day that we really want? I mean, if we're being real, I feel like it kind of takes our planning a little bit. Yeah. Like, really, if you're... First of all, if you have high expectations, you have to communicate them. Like, I think it's very rare. I mean, you can be in the most like, you know, quote, healthy and um, communicative relationship with your partner or whoever is supporting you as a mom. But like they can't read your mind. So I think if you have a high expectation, you absolutely have to communicate that. But then also, I mean, we're all busy moms. We're juggling a million different things. Our families, our homes, our work. um, living through a sustained p- pandemic. Like there are so many things that I think if you really want something specific and something that's going to require any sort of schedule juggling, you have to kind of plan for that for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I would argue that it's a healthy thing to do that too. Like if that's, what's going to make you, you know, we get one day to say like, you know, this is the thanks that I get for being, for holding up my family. <laughs> yeah. You know, make it count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if, if that's going to make you happy and, make you fulfilled in a way and make you feel seen. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's no, no harm in um, kind of arranging it for yourself or being pretty hyper vocal. I also think that it's something that it doesn't have to, it's not like a, there can be a spectrum. Like it doesn't have to be 24 hours at a hotel. Maybe it's that your partner takes the kids out for a day, maybe not on mother's day, but like a day uh, or, you know, even a couple, what, what a couple hours alone in my home does for me. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, like, I just I think there are there is a spectrum to get that kind of t- if time is what you're looking for for your gift. I mean, you can kind of arrange that to make that happen. Yeah. And that's a great point. I mean, we're celebrating Mother's Day because we do have kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we do have to make sure that they are um, taken care of and have a plan for them. But also, I feel like sometimes I need something on my calendar to look forward to. Yeah. On the days that I'm getting really bogged down or overwhelmed, if I can know that there is fun on the horizon, that is really good for my mental health, too. So there's that's not necessarily a bad thing to try to plan it. No, I don't think so at all. And I think the more moms are talking about it, the more it feels normal, too. Like, I think we're conditioned to, I mean, because we're parenting and mothering in the age of social media, you're conditioned to think you have to act a certain way or... Um, celebrate a certain way. And that's just not the case. So it really is whatever works for you and your family. But I think being communicative about it and sort of setting the expectation for yourself and for the family, for your family is the healthiest way to go about it and make sure that you don't end up disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So should we feel guilty if the day we want doesn't include our families? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's different, different strokes for different folks, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I really don't think so. I think if, if you need a true day off on Mother's Day and that's the day that you're going to allow yourself to get it, by all means, you do you. If you are like me and that day instead you just want some of the responsibility, like you had mentioned earlier in the show, taken off of your plate so you can actually enjoy, then that's fine. I think it really whatever makes the, the mom the happiest, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think there should be any guilt associated because at the end of the day, this is a day four and supposedly about moms. Mm-hmm. So we need to be able to ask not for just what we want, but what we need. Uh, my mom always said growing up, 
I'm a better mom when I take a break. Mm. I heard her say that so many times. And I think it to myself often now, and I've, I've shared it with my friends that the gift of a break, it might seem like we're trying to not spend time with our families, but in reality, it is helping us to recharge and come back better for them. I think there's something that's like kind of inspiring about that too, because like you speak about how your mom said that. So that sort of weighs into how you mother, but the more we talk about our own needs to our families and to our children, the more they respect them. Yes. So I think if you're open about, I, I want, and I need this time so that I can be my best self for you and for the rest of our family and for, you know, our community and my work and whatever else. I think that's very, that's super powerful for our kids to hear that. And hopefully for them to feel so inclined to set aside that time for themselves too, as they grow up. And honestly, it's good modeling even for them. We do that for me. I am an, I often call myself an introverted extrovert and I need recharge time to charge my batteries. Like even on a regular day, like if I'm in, you know, a meeting all day or something, I need some quiet time. And I am modeling that for my children so that when they're feeling overstimulated by life or eventually by parenthood, they can feel comfortable to take that time for themselves too. Yeah, I think that's so wonderful. Well, Megan, you have lived in greater Boston a lot longer than I have. So I wanted to ask you, what are some of your local recommends for moms who either want to treat themselves or for someone looking to celebrate a mom? I mean, we have some fabulous spas around here. I think that's probably Mm -hmm. the case in a lot of places, but um, Mirabeau in Plymouth is like a haven um, if you really want to impress a mom, I mean, they book out super fast, super far, but it is worth the trip. It is worth the day there. And you can hang out literally for the entire day. If you have a spa treatment at like 10 o'clock in the morning, you can spend the day just in their relaxation room. And it's incredible. Um, but beyond that, without spending money, honestly, uh, we live in a place where there's it's very scenic. So there are so many places where you could go and have like a picnic or take a beautiful walk this time of the year. The daffodils are starting to bloom in Boston and elsewhere, but like the common has, I mean, it gets, it's so pretty around Mother's Day. I always say if uh, for people out of town, like you need to come in May because it's just Boston is like full bloom and gorgeous magnolia trees. It's so pretty. Um, So taking time to do that and go, you know, experience some of the beautiful scenery around here. Another thing, I just think like any meal that I don't have to cook is my favorite meal. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, I work up after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like there are tons of places who offer Mother's Day brunches. Um, you could grab like a charcuterie board and have a picnic. I don't know. There's a, I could go on for forever. There's also, we have many local chocolatiers that, oh. yes. So they're like, I mean, I think we could do an entire post on an entire podcast on this, but many fine chocolatiers, very delicious. You don't have not your mama's lint chocolate, like truly, truly delicious. Um, So that is a nice I always love to put like a local spin on a gift whenever I can um, Mm -hmm. to kind of support the people, you know, in our area who are doing business. So whenever you can purchase locally, I would always encourage that as well. That's wonderful. I did not know that about the chocolate. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll send you a list. Okay. I love all of that. I think the important takeaway from this conversation is there's not a one-size-fits-all gift or special plan for this holiday. Every mom is unique and every mom recharges differently, um, some with their kids, some without, and every mom feels loved differently. So while we have shared our likes and dislikes, it's really going to be up to the person celebrating a mom this year to see their special person's needs, desires, personal likes and dislikes 
Or like Megan said, if you've been listening and you have something in mind, go ahead and communicate that to your partner, your kids and make that day count. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're sort of we sort of have to drive the ship here, but there's no reason why we shouldn't do that to ensure that we get the day that we so deserve. Moms work harder than anybody else and we deserve to be celebrated. Now, Shannon, since I had the privilege of answering our end of show question last time, this time we are going to hear your answer. So the question um, of every Wicked Good Mom cast is, what are you loving about raising a family in greater Boston? Everything. <laughs> like, I, It's so hard to pinpoint just one or two things. Uh, my husband and I made a very intentional decision to move our family to Boston after we visited New England in 2012. We fell in love with the easy access to the ocean. And then the very same day, you can visit the mountains. Mm -hmm. And where I grew up, that it blows my mind. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I promise you, if you're from here, not everywhere is like that. So <laughs> don't take it for granted. <laughs> we do. Um, I love the history. I love the culture of this city. Its diversity and inclusion efforts are very, very important to our family and something that my husband and I value for our kids as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, I can confidently say that living in Boston has far exceeded my expectations. So whatever I thought it would be like to live here, which was great, um, it's even better. It's just been a wonderful experience. I have some phenomenal friends that I've made here. Um, and there's just truly nowhere else that I would want to raise a family. I'm so glad we got you, that we lured you in with our fabulous scenery and our ocean and mountains. And the clam chowder. <laughs> and the clam chowder. <laughs> and the clam chowder, yes. Yeah. Yes, you the food me. here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for tuning in. It really means the world to us. And our hope is that you leave this conversation feeling encouraged and a little less alone on this motherhood journey. We'll be back soon with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, please subscribe or follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a positive review so that we can reach even more moms who might benefit from this space. Remember, you are a wicked good mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs>